Oh man, it's here. It's finally here. The debut episode of the Chick Foley Show. I'm not Chick Foley, but she's going to be on here in a second. I'm Phil Gentile. I hate JJ Reddick. King of Pod style. I just invented that on the fly. Chick Foley, Sheena Phelps is on with me. What's going on, Sheena? How are you tonight? I'm pretty good. How about yourself, man? I'm doing good. We're listening to some. This is the Benjamin and Gable theme song. I tried to pick just something <laughs> random. It's a good like podcast intro for us here. Nice. How have you been? This is the first time we just talked about this. This is the first time we've ever talked, you know, face to face. We just via email and messenger and all that crap. I know. Welcome to 2018 where you can just like, you know, (laughs) meet somebody and then in a couple days you're doing a podcast with them. It's pretty freaking rad, right? I wanted to start a podcast and there was literally nobody I would want to do it with besides you. You are probably the coolest wrestling fan I've ever met, which is, you know, saying something. Uh, I've been a wrestling fan for a long time, but I followed you on Instagram, I don't know, a couple years ago, and you know your shit, number one. You have a great personality. You're the queen of fig collecting, and uh, you can follow her on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Chick Foley. So uh, I'm I'm excited, man. This is going to be fun. I don't, I don't know if we'll do it once a week or every other week, but uh, I feel like once we get in a groove here, we're going to start doing this more and more often. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for that. That was that. That's awesome. Appreciate that. I appreciate you following the 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 Chick Foley Instagram. It's definitely grown over the last few years, and it was something that just kind of started out as like a just like a little hobby project, and to see where it is now is pretty cool. So let's tell the people what we're gonna be doing because there's a lot of podcasts I love to listen to, and I'm sure you're the same way that you know talk wrestling, that talk figure, you know, wrestling figure collecting. What are what are we gonna be like? I have the kind of the breakdown as I wanted to be like. You know, thirty percent. You know, we'll recap some Raw and SmackDown and pay per view stuff. We'll do fifty percent. You know, wrestling figure news and stuff like that. And then just twenty percent. I know you're big into Halloween and movies and pop culture, so I don't know if that works for you. It'll be kind of a changing thing as we go along here, man. But it's going to be a little bit of everything. You know, I listen to some of the wrestling figure podcasts, and I wish they would talk about you know in the ring wrestling a little bit more. So we're going to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know, I listen. I same. I listen to a, a couple of uh, wrestling figure podcasts, and um, you know, part of me, part of me wishes like sometimes they would touch on what's going on in the ring. But then the other part of me just loves that I can just tune in there and just strictly get yep. um, my, my figure news and stuff like that without all the other stuff because there there is a lot of uh, of other podcasts out there that do recap and all the shows and everything that recap. So um, I do think it's nice that we're going to be a little bit of a blend and a little bit of you know this that and everything in between. Shout out to the guys at Fully Posable. You turned me on to that podcast. They are uh, good dudes. They, they've been doing a podcast for two, three years now. They're strictly wrestling figures. They, they do a really good job, and uh, you should follow them on Twitter at Fully Posable. Uh, I'm sure I'd like to build a little community with a lot of these guys because there's a lot of cool uh, people out here that, that do the same thing. And, you know, so, you know, back in the day, it was kind of like, you know, not the cool thing. But, you know, here we are in 2018, and we're, uh, the nerds are, are ruling the world. Yeah, yeah, it is really cool. And uh, yeah, I love what those guys are doing too. Like, I don't I don't even remember how I came across them. I actually came across them and I, I uh, introduced Heel Husband to them. And then we've been listening ever since. And uh, they're just they're just awesome guys. And uh, Celeste, the, the editor, she's she's pretty awesome, too. How did you become a wrestling fan? Because to be honest, when I first saw you, you do not look like the typical wrestling fan. You are an attractive female. You live in Hawaii. You seem like you have your stuff together. You know, when I go to wrestling shows, uh, all the guys look like me, big fat white guys. Uh, <laughs> how, how did you get into wrestling? 
So my dad, you know, during the golden era, obviously my dad was like really into wrestling and uh, growing up, like he just always had it on and, you know, watching wrestling. And, um, I thought it was super cool. Like you just saw people like back then, obviously you saw people that looked like your dad, like in the ring, <laughs> you know, like you had, you had Macho Man and Hulk Hogan and all these guys that you're just like these older men. Um, and so it was, and it's fascinating watching people like body slam each other, right? Like yeah. in the ring, that's what we're all For kind sure. of drawn to. Um, and then, you know, as I grew up, you know, you, uh, my dad actually started dating this lady who had two sons and I grew up with all boys. Like, you know, I, I would grow up, I was like the only girl in like an all boy family. So I'm into a lot of, you know, I was tomboy growing up and wrestling was just one of those things that was kind of like infused in what we did. Um, and then my dad started dating this woman who had two sons who were like hardcore into wrestling and this was around the time like the attitude era so you know um coming up i'm a child of the of the attitude era and uh you know i mean they were doing some things that were pretty racy and pretty edgy <laughs> and you know as a kid like yeah. you're just kind of like you know drawn into that looking back i can't believe my parents like let me watch most oh, yeah, of that of stuff, <laughs> most of that stuff but i'm very grateful that they did um and you know i kind of when you grow up, you go to high school and college. And I kind of just like during college years, I got out of it. So I missed most of the ruthless aggression era same here, and stuff same like here. that, um, which is, you know, I mean, which is okay. You know I mean? It wasn't the best time for wrestling to be quite uh, honest. Uh, I mean, there's some, there's some high points and there's some low spots, but um, I'm not super, super upset that I missed a lot of that, but having the network now I can go back, but actually the network is what got me back into, um, uh, wrestling right so we we got the wwe network so we could go back and watch all the old stuff um and we kind of just started catching you know snippets of the new stuff like the shield was coming about and it was just kind of like it got us hooked in man they they knew what they were doing with oh that yeah WWE oh network. dude that's been the best yeah especially you know i have a young son you have a young son we're, we're, we're grooming them to be the next generation of wrestling fans so i'm oh, sure we'll get into that a lot on the show as well um I have two questions. Are we cursing on this podcast? We haven't talked about this. I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try not to. That doesn't mean that every once in a while. I mean, I'm going to try to not drop any hardcore, like, efforts, <laughs> yeah. you know, because... If it happens, it happens, but, yeah, let's... Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I'm down for a family-friendly podcast, but that, if you know, follow me, you know that I, I do have a, a little bit of a mouth on me. Um, me, too. me too. So every once in a while, it might it might slip in, um, but, I, you know... You're not. No one's ever going to offend me with a okay. curse word. So, by all means. And are you, are, are we drinking on this podcast? I don't. Well, do you drink yes. alcohol? Absolutely. I have a big wave in my hand as we speak. Okay. So. I got a couple beers, and yeah, I saw you were drinking mai tais. I, I love that you live in Hawaii, and then you went to another island, in Hawaii, for <laughs> vacation. That's like a slap in the face to everybody that lives in like Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa, or something. You know, like. It, it, it really is. It's like, you know, when you live in Hawaii, like, where do you go on yeah. vacation? Yeah. You know, what's like, the, what, what would be um, the closest place if you wanted to leave just, I guess, like San Diego or like the West Coast? Yeah, definitely the West Coast, like LA, San Diego. It's usually about a five hour, a five, six hour flight. Um, but anything, anything from the Hawaiian Islands over that Pacific, that flight is daunting, man. Like it is. So we don't, we try not to leave the island <laughs> that often because going back home, it is, it was, it was definitely a, um, an experience before when it was just two adults, but now two adults traveling oh with a one year old yes. across the Pacific, like that is a whole nother beast. So, uh, uh for sure, thirty yeah. minute hop to Kauai was not that. Bad. Yeah, that's nice. That's a that's a nice and nice little short flight. Uh, we have I, I set up a Chick Foley show at gmail dot com. But you just set up you set up your own Gmail account, right? Ask Chick Foley at gmail dot com. 
yeah. Let's use that. Okay, so if you if you like something about the show, if you don't like something about the show, shoot us an email there at no, sorry, ask ask I can't even talk. I'm so like used to Twitter. Ask Chick Foley at gmail.com. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Tuned In, and Google Play. I literally spent a week putting this podcast on every single outlet I could think of. So uh, anybody who listens to podcasts can find it. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's that's everything. I, I guess I can talk about my background. I started watching wrestling around WrestleMania 8, I would say. WrestleMania 9 is one I can really remember being like super into it. Uh, with just, you know, just friends. I think it was like a cousin of mine that got me into it. I got out of it, like you said, around college. We're probably about the same age. And I don't ask a lady how old she is, but we're probably about the same age. And uh, I got out of it around ruthless aggression. Don't remember the JBL days too much, which is probably a good thing. Uh, but you know, since I have a kid now, I got him into it. I and mean, he he got in trouble the other day at daycare because he gave a kid a hip toss. <laughs> He's he's like three years old, so I, I we had to take the wrestlers away for a little while. But I love buying him wrestling figures and watching wrestling with him. It's been an awesome experience and getting back into it. So, I, I'm with this podcast. I'm going to try to watch more 205 Live and NXT and all that stuff. I don't watch that right now. I'll be totally honest. I don't watch anything besides WWE. I know you watch a lot of ROH and some of that stuff a lot more than I do. So you're going to be the kind of the authority on that stuff. Oh, man, there's just so much wrestling to watch. You can't watch it all. I mean, unless, like, your job is to strictly watch wrestling. I mean, even, like, some other, like, you know, major podcasters that we know, like, they don't even have time to watch it all. So the the common man, like, we certainly don't have uh, time to see everything that's on there, which is, you know, I mean, the beauty of the network. You get this week in WWE, you can catch up pretty quickly um, on anything that you missed, especially, you know, three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, and then they got all the network exclusives, like, you know, Mae Young, and all that stuff is happening so uh yeah i don't i don't blame anybody for not being able to tune into it all so what should we start with first should we talk let's should we talk about smackdown 1000 wwe evolution or the crown jewel controversy you you pick where we start this thing um well let's let's start on a let's start on an up note okay yeah i don't want to start with the crown jewel thing (laughs) people getting dismembered Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a freaking mess. Um, so SmackDown 1000, I thought it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. What did you think? It's good. I mean, it was a good show, man. They they crammed a lot into those those two hours there. A lot. I mean, I love seeing Bautista back. I love seeing all the McMahons out there. Uh, I really love the R-Truth, uh, the Truth TV thing. After only two episodes, it's pretty fun to watch. I'm going to start watching SmackDown a little bit more. And SmackDown was my favorite show back in the day when they had, you know, Paul Heyman was running it, and they had the Benoits and uh, Chris Jericho's of the world, and just kind of more of a wrestling show, and that's kind of where it is now, I feel like. So, I mean, it was a, it was a good show overall, man. I, I, I liked a lot of it, and uh, I really loved the – I love the Becky and Edge interaction a lot. That was really cool. Uh, what was your favorite part? Oh, man. There were so many things that I loved about it. I mean, SmackDown, I mean, honestly, first of all, I love the I love the time frame. I love the two-hour SmackDown. No, and sure. It's amazing how much they cram into um, how much they cram into SmackDown, which is pretty incredible. And Raw, sometimes I feel like they drag it out. I'm like, you could totally cut this show down to two hours. Um, but, uh, yeah, Becky and Edge, I mean, it was so good. I mean, don't break your neck getting out of the ring. Like, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, oh, my gosh. She just... She just delivered in a way. I mean, I loved underdog Becky, like that scrap 
happy, um, you know, just fighting for a championship opportunity, Becky. And the, but I love heel Becky. Like it's been so good. Um, and, uh, you know, her and Charlotte's going to be pretty freaking epic at evolution. I do like it. I just don't, I, she, she's selling it really hard, but the fans in the arena aren't buying it. You know I mean? They're still cheering for her. And I guess that's what you, you want a reaction, I guess, but they want people to boo her, but they're, it's not, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I mean, I mean, it may happen. You never know. But I mean, as of right now, I mean, there's really no defining characteristics of whether you get booed or whether you get cheered. I mean, look, look at Roman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah, gets yeah. the loudest boos of anyone and he's he's a face. So um, it really that that's not to, in my opinion, that doesn't dictate whether you're a good heel or whether you're a good face, whether you get booed or, um, you know, cheered. I mean, there's so many smart marks out there that are just, you know, think it's cool to boo Roman. And let's be real, like Roman's awesome, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, so, and Becky, and Becky's awesome too. And people, people just love her. There's no, there's, she, they're not going to boo her. <laughs> no, yeah, it was, it was cool to see Edge come back. Man, I, I, I miss him, dude. I wish he was one of my favorite wrestlers when he was like kind of at his prime. And uh, I always thought he was underrated. I love the stuff he did with Lita. Uh, that segment was okay. I just feel like. I don't know if they're just rushing this evolution thing or they just have too much on their plate with the crown jewel stuff, but I just don't, I mean, it's a week away from Sunday and, you know, to have your number, you know, this is the first ever women's pay-per-view. I thought they would do this a little bit better. It just seems kind of thrown together haphazardly and, you know. Yeah. I agree. I agree that it is a little bit thrown together. And then with all the stuff like Nikki and Rhonda kind of um, coming together kind of at the last minute, you know, and like now that's the main event where it was supposed to be like they sold it as um, Alexa Bliss and uh, Trish Stratus was going to be the main event. And now that's a tag team match. Um, So it is kind of thrown together. And I think it's just kind of getting overshadowed and kind of like buried by all of the, the crown jewel controversy. And also, can we just talk about how... It's so weird that the the women's pay-per-view is called Evolution, right? And then they had Evolution freaking come back yeah, and yeah, like yeah. like, you know, reunite like right before it happens and I'm like are you serious? Like you get triple H up there saying like, you know, you're going to bring together the one group that epitomizes the word evolution and it's four men. Yeah. And then you have an all women's pay-per-view. Yeah. If you're, evolution. if you're less than 20 years old, you you definitely don't remember that group, you know, you're, so you're probably confused as hell. It, it, yeah. it, it definitely, and I don't want to jump around too much, but I guess we can. It, it's just crazy that Oscar is in a battle Royal on the first women. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, she was built up to be, the next thing and, and they yeah. have totally and, screwed that up yeah they they have definitely i mean i i hate when people say like oh people are getting buried or people are underutilized but i can honestly say like oscar has been misused in the in the wwe and kind of just like taking her taking her off and now like there was what would they have going on with like natalia and all that stuff and they are naomi and then um now she's not doing anything except for the battle royal. And I'm like, they just basically, like, once everything, all the crown jewel stuff came together, they were like, let's just throw all these women in a pot. Like, let's not think about this any further. And we'll just let them have a battle royal. And I thought that was kind of crap. Yeah, I mean, it is tough because they have already six other matches on the card. But, I mean, do something. Do, like, a tag tournament or something. Or, you know, I mean, they, they had talked about doing a tag division. You could probably do a tag division with all these women. I mean, there's a, there's a ton. You could totally do a tag just, just cross over raw and smackdown <laughs> make it like a a one brand you know to a dual brand type of thing i think people would like that 
Well, I think you could just have, I mean, I think you could just have women's tag on one show and men's tag on another show. And yeah. it would be completely, There's just so many know. titles now, man. I, you, probably, yeah. you probably could, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot, you know. And I mean, obviously, I people in WWE know more than I do. I mean, I'm no, I'm no expert. I'm just a fan, just talking out of my butt. It's probably a lot easier for them to, you know, for me to say that you should do it this way than yeah, yeah, <laughs> them actually execute it. Uh, I don't like Carmella with the brown hair. This has nothing to do with wrestling. I just like I just like blonde Carmella. I'm a big fan yeah. of hers. Does, yeah. Doesn't look I- right to me. Yeah, it is different. It definitely takes her down a notch. I think just the like she has that. I mean, no offense. I'm a woman. I guess I can say this. She has that blonde persona. You know what I'm saying? Like she has. Oh, that she has the character like, for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. you know. And then now she's now she's just got brown hair. And I feel like in I feel like in women's wrestling, like there's just something about like they feel like their hair color defines who they are. Like it's just like I want to have the wildest hair color in the WWE. Like if you look back like it was all just like, you know, brunettes and blondes and now like everybody you have to have a certain color hair to be successful. <laughs> you know, you have to have like blue hair. What even happened? I mean, so Sasha came back on Monday and to to no reaction. And then and then her and Bailey aren't even on the card here. What's what's I mean, are they going to get added maybe on maybe Monday for like 6 days before? Weird. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. We would have. I would have to see. Like honestly, like that. I was so out on the whole Bailey and Sasha storyline. Like it burned me out. Like I was just so over it. Like they're friends. They're not friends. Like well, now we're having a women's pay per view. So now we got to be friends again. Like I just, to me, I I hated it. <laughs> I felt like they set it up well for like a a match at SummerSlam because they kind of broke up right before that, and they you know Bailey kind of turned heel, but then it just I don't I don't know. They just. It never progressed into anything. Yeah, it, you never got any closure on that storyline, and it never really went anywhere either. So, um, yeah, I was totally out on on that, to be honest with you. I'm excited about Becky versus Charlotte, like we talked about. Uh, I like the Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler match. I don't, I don't know when when Shayna comes up, what she's gonna do because she's just basically like a a Ronda Rousey light. You know, I don't yeah. know if they just keep her down NXT for a while. But that'll be a good match. Yeah, I think she should. I think she should be in NXT for a while. She's definitely a draw down there. Um, I think um, you know it's it, it's probably best for her right now while Ronda's on the rise. Um, I think it could be really cool if she comes up and then like her and Ronda are like a duo, right? Like they would be like the biggest yeah. ass kickers in WWE. Did do you do you get any crap as a female wrestling fan? I know we kind of touched on it at the beginning, but like. I mean, do you like to people when you tell people? Because when I tell people I like wrestling and I coworkers or friends, like, oh, dude, that's fake. You know, the same crap. I mean, do you just get? The, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if you're male or female. You just get the same can reaction from people that still like to watch Game of Thrones and and fake TV shows anyway. Well, I think it's because I'm into so many nerdy things. Like, I I'm really you, passionate. You are in a, yeah. a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's just expected from me. Like, I don't think it's any surprise. Like, people who've known me most of my life, like, they just know that, like, I'm into anything. Um, like I said, like, I'm really passionate about my TV shows. I love, you know, um, I love wrestling. And I think, um, you know, it's just something that people know about me. Also, I feel like, I don't know, people just don't give me a lot of crap, you know? I guess that's because I don't take a lot of crap. Like, I don't let it get to oh, me. You like, carry you yourself well. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't seem like a person. I don't know you at all, but you don't seem like a person that takes a lot of crap from people. So that's, you know, that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we also have the NXT. Uh, sorry, the uh, the the May Young Classic final is going to be at the at the uh, Evolution pay per view as well. So that's cool. I, I'm not buying. I mean, Ronda Rousey is just kind of like a female Brock Lesnar to me. I just can't believe that any any female would be able to compete with her. I mean, obviously she's a badass. She was in the UFC. And they haven't done much to make me think that any female on the roster can can even touch her. I mean, they had Nia as like an unstoppable force for a while, and that kind of went away. So I, I just I don't know. I'm just not interested in that match or any match she's in. For I mean, she's actually pretty good. Like not nothing against her. It's just that I just can't I just can't believe in it. I guess. Oh, Ronda's amazing. I, in my opinion, Ronda is. She's she picked is it up doing quick, man. Yeah, she's picked, it, she's up real picked quick. it up quick. She is an athlete. Her mic skills, like, I don't know if you saw, like, Monday, like, she freaking roasted. I mean, Nikki did her part, and I thought she played it well, but, like, Ronda freaking roasted her, man. She and did it well. was just she so, did well. it was so good. Um, but yeah, you kind of just have to suspend your disbelief, kind of like just like with Brock. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, like there is nobody that I would rather like nobody that I would rather less meet in a, in an alley somewhere than Brock Lesnar. Like you know what I'm saying? Like any other wrestler on the roster, but like Brock would scare me. Um, and you just you kind of gotta you just gotta do what we've always done and suspend your disbelief. And it's going to take two of them. I don't think that Nikki is in any way, shape or form going to get over Rhonda clean. You know, if, if there is something, if she does get over, it's going to be some sort of like, you know, schmozzy ending where, uh, they pull some twin magic or something, or Brie comes in and causes a distraction. Who's your favorite, uh, female wrestler to watch out of, out of anybody in this that we've talked about? Oh man. I love Charlotte, man. I I just think, yeah, she's she's so good. I mean, just technically she's so good. Everything she does is so good. Like I, I mean, and she's really coming to her own. I didn't love her at first. Like I didn't really love her in NXT and I didn't really love her when she first came in and was doing the, the PCB thing with all the, you know, the women's revolution and all that. Um, but man, like she's just, she's just a force. Like I just love, I love her entrance. I love her moveset. I love I just love her. She's awesome. For sure. I, I, I have to give some love for my girl Ruby Riot. I don't know why she's not on this card. I think she's she's one of my favorite people to watch, and I think she has an awesome social media presence. Uh, I'm surprised the Riot Squad isn't on here. They, I mean, they, they have a lot of – I guess you couldn't fit – You know, it's just like a normal people. You can't fit every superstar onto it. But, I mean, for the first women's one, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think they haven't been officially announced yet, but I'm I'm thinking that they're um, I'm thinking the Riot Squad is going to take on like Natalia, Bailey. Sasha, and Bailey. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call because they keep like messing with them or whatever. It yeah, was I think we'll Monday. I think we'll get more clarity on how this card's going to shape yep. up on Monday. But um, yeah, like I said, that hasn't been officially announced, but I can't see them leaving the Riot Squad off of off of the card. Uh, we touched on that. We touched on SmackDown 1000. Uh, had some good matches to it. New Day loses the titles to Cesaro and Sheamus, and and Big Show, for some reason, comes down and I, I don't know what that was. I don't know if he. I don't know what that was either. Is he, I was is very he, is he coming back? I mean, it's, I mean, this is literally. We can talk about it more. When we get to Crown Jewel, but there are so many guys that have come back that are like literally from ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a ton. Of, there's a ton of young talent. Sorry to cut you off. There's a ton of young talent in the in the WWE right now. I don't know what they're. Th- it's just kind of like the lull between like the the road to the WrestleMania. I guess they just want to have like a little break here. I mean, I guess so. I when I heard Big Show's music, I was just like, 
I mean, like the whole show was going good. Even the, you know, the match was going well. And I was like, what is happening here? Then he goes to like help Kofi. And I was like, I don't understand. Then puts Kofi through the table. So I mean, I guess he's with the bar now. I don't, how, how is that going to work? I don't understand. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. And then I didn't, I didn't even see the Rey Mysterio match. I don't know what I was doing, but I guess I heard it was pretty good. I mean, for his first match back, I mean, to win over Nakamura was, you know, it's a pretty big win to get into that world cup of all american guys well, he got yeah he got uh, i mean he got a pretty good ovation when he when he came in i mean people were stoked to see him it was a pretty good pop nice yeah i guess we can talk about crown jewel now because that you know is co- the controversy around that that's for november 2nd and i guess before we do that i guess we can talk about these you know the, the, the wb network is great for these things but are they really i mean this one and the one in australia I don't. I mean, they're kind of like glorified house shows. This one's different because you get Shawn Michaels returning to the ring. But how do you feel about these? I mean, it's cool to have more wrestling. Um, do you think they're worth it? I definitely like them. I definitely. I think that it's good that they're offering, especially Australia, like doing shows in Australia. Like we have some Aussie followers of Chick Foley that I'm like, I'm so glad that they're finally getting some, yeah, that is some cool. wrestling over there. Um, but as far as I feel like sometimes the storylines, it makes the storylines a little disjointed. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like, oh, you know, we have the major pay-per-views, but then we have these like, yeah. you know, interim pay-per-views that I feel like sometimes it can really feel like it's, like, why are we doing this? You yeah. know? And I think it, it kind of screws with the storylines a little bit. Um, but I liked, I liked the greatest Royal rumble. I thought it was, I thought it was an okay show. I liked super showdown. I thought super showdown was, I was surprised at, um, you know, how much I liked that show. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I'll, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll tune into crown jewel if, if, if it happens, but um, it's gotta, it's gotta be tough where you live because you're what? Six hours behind the East coast or whatever it is. Uh, Oh yeah. So super showdown came on at 11 PM here. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the Saudi shows come on at like four or five. I can't remember. We don't do, we don't do, um, the time change here either. So okay. we always get screwed up. Like, well, that's not you know, too bad like, for you. Cause with the, you know, with the young kid, you're probably up around six anyway. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, you get the, up. the latest. Uh, so the controversy around this, this is for November 2nd. And, you know, I don't want to get into all the details and the politics and all that. There was a journalist right. in, you know, for the Washington post or New York, New York times or something that was, you know, has gone missing over the last two weeks. And uh, the Saudi government, I guess, was allegedly responsible for his disappearance. And yeah. uh, you can read about all the details on that on, on the interwebs. But uh, the WWE doesn't seem like they're doing anything. They did not mention where Crown Jewel was emanating from on Raw last week or SmackDown. So they're trying to distance themselves from this a little bit. I think – I don't know what kind of deal they signed with Saudi Arabia to get these shows over there. You know, I mean – and on I one mean, it, it was definitely a multi-year deal, which I thought was kind of like risky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's one thing to do it on like a show-by-show basis or like a couple of shows, but when you do this multi-year deal, like you're locked in. You know, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen with these, you know, volatile situations and governments. You know. So we have a triple threat for the title between uh, Roman, Braun, and Brock, which is you know we've seen this before, but I mean that's a lot of firepower in one match that's gonna be fun to watch and also my favorite wrestler of all time and i don't know how i feel about this Shawn michaels returning to the ring after being retired for eight years uh no hair wonky eye and all i mean i <laughs> i love the dude man he was my freaking favorite 
but he's just not the same. And I don't know if he's gonna if this is gonna be a six month or or year long return, or he's just doing it for the Saudi money. But uh, I don't know how I feel about him coming back here. And this is a match with you know four guys that are well past their prime. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I, I mean we're just gonna have to take it for what it is and for what they give us, and just you know just understand that yeah, it is four guys that are way past their prime. I mean Triple H can can still go pretty well. I mean thanks to all the HGH cough cough. <laughs> um, but uh, I definitely Shawn Michaels is not the same, and I've been so over the the Brothers of Destruction for a while. Like I just I can't get down with them. Um, you know they don't excite me, and they do these like that weird boiler room promo that they did where with like the purple lights i was like this is like the corniest thing this looks like something you would see at spirit halloween yeah yeah it's you pretty know bad. like pretty bad what is this um but yeah it's definitely saudi money it's got to be right like yeah i mean you know <laughs> kane is a freaking senator or governor or something mayor. you know mayor mayor of, uh, yeah, okay of, yeah uh, Tennessee, uh, Knoxville, I believe, right? Knoxville. He, he's got to be making some some good cash off this. And Shawn Michaels, I guess the story behind it, I I read or heard on some podcast that his you know his son was when he retired, I think ten, and you know one of one of the other wrestlers in the back told him, you know, you know, better cherish this time before he moves out or goes to college. And I think he, you know, the kid, you know, eight years later is now eighteen, going to college. So. Yeah, Sean. yeah, Shawn Michaels is like college is expensive. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. Uh, so yeah, as much as I love to see him back, you know, at fifty three, I would love yeah, to. It doesn't I, excite me, and it's not DX either. I hate that they're like calling it DX because it's not really truly DX. No, you just know? the two of them isn't D. I don't. When I think of DX, I think of Billy Gunn and Road Dog, man. It, yeah. You know, I, I do, but I, I would love to see Sean like do kind of similar. And I forget what podcast said this, and it was great. I think it was Cheap Heat. Shout out to Peter Rosenberg, sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. Um, that Shawn Michaels should just do like a, a dream match type thing where every month, every pay per view, it's just like a you know, it's not for a title. It's just like, all right, I yes. want AJ AJ Styles this month. I want Daniel Bryan next month. I yeah, want, I you thought know, that was a great idea. I loved that. Yeah, you know, just just to give us those matches because we're gonna talk about those till the end of time. Uh, just like the Hulk Hogan Stone Cold match that we never got, or the Ric Flair. Hulk Hogan match we never got in yeah, WWE. All that fantasy booking that we nerds do in our yeah. like heads, like it can be brought into reality. Like yeah. make it happen. Yeah, for sure. So uh also AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the title, which is gonna be a great match. So, you know, it's, it's shaping up well in the, the WWE World Cup, which is, you know, a lot of guys that are, you know <laughs> from Raw yeah. versus SmackDown two thousand two video game. Uh yeah. if you want to play uh, Randy Orton versus uh Jeff Hardy, you know. But uh, yeah, you know, like it's gonna Angle, be Hardy, Orton, uh, Seth, Dolph, Miz, and then Rey Mysterio. Yeah, it's like a grab bag. Yeah, my 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 three year old is you know for some reason he's gravitated toward Rey Mysterio. He's never seen him wrestle, so it's it is cool that you know he'll actually get to see him come back and wrestle. Well, I mean, the ring gear kids are gonna be drawn. Yeah, to the Jenkos. It's all about yeah. the Jenkos, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly he didn't have those on. Nineties, uh, yeah. no, no. Nineties fashion is back though. It's yeah. like a thing. It's the like choker, you know, it's made the choker its, chain. It's made its way yeah. back. Yeah, like yeah. all the you know. The, the, I hope the Jinkos never make their way back. That was they were pretty uh, repug in the words of our <laughs> friends Peter Rosenberg. Uh, so so both of us are huge wrestling nerds, obviously, but we're also big wrestling figure collectors, and uh, we listen to some wrestling figure podcasts. You have an entire uh, wrestling figure 
Federation at your house and a ring set up. And <laughs> follow, follow Sheena on, on Instagram at Chick Foley. She does some awesome stuff. But how did you become – we talked about how you became a wrestling fan. How did you become a collector of wrestling figures? Well, um, Heel Husband was a huge influence on that. I mean, I grew up, you know, watching wrestling and everything, and my brother had wrestling action figures. My, um, you know, stepbrothers, like like I told you about earlier, they had lots of wrestling figures, and, um, you know, the Hasbros, the Gloobs, the Jack Specific, all, all those figures. But um, whenever <laughs> Heel Husband and I, we moved to Hawaii, and we started collecting. I'm a collector by nature. Like, I collect a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, and we, can see him. Husband, we can see them behind you right now, yeah. <laughs> I got my bronze back here. Um, but yeah, and Heel Husband is also a collector. So when we started getting back into WWE, um, we started collecting, uh, you know, the Jax Classic Superstars. We were like, oh my gosh, you know, we got to go back and collect all the Jax Class- Classic Superstars. And we had a pretty incredible collection built up so far. And then, you know, we were holding off, not going with Mattel. Like, you know, we're, we're going to stick with one line, right? Because we're grown ups. Like we have to, we have to, <laughs> um, you know, limit it. We can't just be this expansive collection. Um, because uh. there's a lot of figures out there, but, um, at WrestleMania 31, um, he'll has been met. He, we were with our friends, Ari and Jordan, and he was getting to meet uh, Bray Wyatt at access. So he wanted to get a figure signed. So he got the elite 28 Bray Wyatt to get signed. Um, and then after seeing that figure and having it in hand, like we were like, these Mattel figures are pretty freaking rad, man. Yeah, like they're, yeah. they're pretty awesome. Um, and so we decided that at that moment we were going to liquidate the Jack's classic superstars. We sold them in a huge lot on eBay. Oh my and God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was when we make a decision like that, you just kind of, kind of rip the bandaid off. I was going right? to say, because, yeah, yeah. It must. So you just, yeah, we just listed them all as a big, as a big lot. I'll try to see if I can find Hill has been, um, his sold lots and we'll, I'll have to post a picture of it on the Twitter. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then we just started collecting the, the Mattel elites. So Nice. Yeah, I uh, I I am still in the process of. I just got back to it because my son started playing with them, and a neighbor across the street, her dad is like a professional Amazon reviewer, got us a free the free raw ring, you know, with the light up thing, and then a couple weeks ago, actually got us the SmackDown one. So now we have both of them. Uh, Oh, as as a three-year-old he's like super spoiled you know like come on and these are like hundred dollar rings he's playing with um so you know i go and i'm in my we both seem to have pretty flexible jobs i'm i'm a i'm a wine salesman i'm driving around all day selling wine so i'm i'm popping into walmarts and targets all day every day for a couple minutes you know just stop and see what they got um and that's how i've kind of got into it and your instagram account has definitely helped me out as well so uh, my goal right now is to get the entire Hasbro line. That's my goal. I, I'm I, I'm halfway there, so we'll get into that more as the show progresses. I, I'm I'm currently bidding for some right now. I'm down the eBay rabbit hole uh, on that, but uh, I'm also like I love the Mattels. They're freaking awesome. Uh, I get the basics for him to play with, but I, I keep some of the newer ones in boxes. But yeah, man, I just, you know, it's just brings me back to my childhood, man. Playing, you know, having a kid like that. It's just, you know, I'm sure yours is a little bit younger than mine, but as they get older, now he watches wrestling with me, plays the wrestling game. It's just, uh, it's just fun. 
Yeah, you know, um, back 2016, I used to nanny full time and um, I would bring the the kids. There was a two year old and a four year old and like I would bring them to the house, you know, and they always wanted to come to my house instead of staying at their house um, because of the Mark Cave, you know, so I would bring them <laughs> up there and I would have to tell them. I mean, I don't know, you know, how many of you guys listening have like seen the Mark Cave and like you know, I have my never Instagram seen it. I don't think you've stuff. ever posted pictures of it or I've never oh seen it. Oh my gosh. Well, I did. I've done a few Instagram stories on it. I'll have to do I'll have to do a recent a recent update and show you guys what we got going on on in there but um all the figures are pretty meticulously placed um so whenever i would bring the four-year-old and the two-year-old in there i would have to like put like strict boundaries like okay listen you can only get down five figures <laughs> you know like pick your five yeah. i will get them for you and then we'll yeah. play with them on the ground and then when you want to replace them you know um but for a kid man i mean that's like they love and they, they knew nothing about wrestling like they had never been exposed to wrestling but they were immediately drawn to those figures you know like it's just like there's just something about it you know um whether you're into wrestling or not as a kid you just are like oh my god these guys are superheroes you know yeah it is it is cool and my it is crazy how my son gravitated before we even watched wrestling he gravitated toward roman reigns and john cena like without even ever watching the product or doing you know it's just like you know something about those guys is why they're super popular so in addition to talking wrestling, both in and out of the ring and, and stuff like that, we're going to talk about wrestling figures quite a bit because we're both collectors. So hopefully we can, you know, we can, people that are listening are also collectors or we can persuade some of you guys to you know, scratch that itch, as uh, Zach Ryder likes to say. Um, what? So every week we're going to talk about some of the ones we've purchased or picked up or what we're looking for. But uh, you turned me on to a good website called WrestlingFigs.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Just kind of the newest news of what's coming out there, but uh, what what have you what what are you like in the hunt for right now, and uh, what have you picked up lately? Uh, right now, I'm in the hunt for uh, Hall of Champions three. That is going to be uh, what I'm what I'm looking for at uh, at our target. <laughs> and our target, if you know anything, if you follow me long enough, you know that it is pretty bad um here on the island like they just don't stock anything the shelves are are garbage so um we've done a lot of amazon hunting which takes a little bit of the fun out of it um it's it does like shoot, shooting fish in a barrel you know like you don't get that excitement when you see uh see the figures on the on the peg um but uh yeah that's that's definitely what we're what we're looking for right now that uh ultimate warrior in that set is straight fire oh yeah so yeah with the uh the world title it's so epic oh my god yeah uh i am uh on the hunt for the same i my stores i don't even here in maryland i don't i don't know if they just don't stock i have the worst luck of anybody i mean just recently picked up the uh i guess it was the series before that the cane old school cane series two in target which is a, a nice like throwback to like the late nineties Kane when he won the title for like a day. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm also in the hunt for the, uh, I can't find the retro series anywhere. They're basically like kind of a smaller version. If anybody's not familiar, the, uh, kind of like the Hasbro's from back in the day. Uh, I found series six. I have like one target, one Kmart in the entire state of Maryland that I, I've, can go to and in, in reasonable distance and found oh that. Oh my whole, gosh, we don't even have Kmart anymore. Yeah, the Kmart's on the island shut down. There's not many. I don't know why they chose to, to have them in, in Kmart's, but I found the you know Bray Wyatt, Nakamura, Dan O'Brien set, but I'm still waiting to find set three through uh, four and five. But it's tough, man. Like, you can go to websites and get this stuff, but it, it, like you said, it takes the fun out of it for sure. 
Yeah, it definitely does. You know, I mean, I like I can't even tell you like just like walking when we'll go to Walmart for just like the most like random thing. And then it's just like that, like rush to the action figures first. You know what I'm saying? Before, like it doesn't matter what you go to Walmart or Target for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say Toys R Us, but RIP. Um, you oh, just, we, get, we have to talk about that, too. But yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You automatically just go to the to the figure um, aisle with a little bit more pep in your step, you know, and then you're like, oh, crap. Like, I got to go get milk now. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it just ruins your day if you can't find anything. Do you have any, like, holy grail items that you're, you know, maybe not newer stuff, but something that you, I mean, with your collection, you probably don't have anything you don't have yet, but. Oh, man. Shoot. You want me to go first? I got some that I have. Yeah, you go first. I I love the, I don't know when these came out, but the Legion of Doom Elite figures, they were definitely Mattel. I don't know what year they're from, but they are, like, the most badass looking figures I've ever seen. Oh and, yeah, yeah, they and, are. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're, you can find them on eBay, but they're like seventy, eighty bucks for the pair, which isn't, you know, I guess all things considered, not, not terrible, but uh, they're, they're pretty legit looking. Yeah, I want to say this like that was like a long time ago. That was like elite, maybe thirty one. Because maybe? they had, because are they in that lawsuit or one of them's in the lawsuit? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know Hawk's passed away. R.I.P. Hawk. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he can't be in the lawsuit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about all the figs that we pick up during the week, and I know this is going to persuade me probably to pick up more as they go along. I did find, I posted on Instagram, trying to get better about posting, like, some fig talk on the air, even though I'm friends with a bunch of, you know, people on Instagram that don't necessarily want to know that I'm a total wrestling nerd. You know, yeah. like work people. Well, you but... have to be careful. It's like one of those things where you follow more accounts and then you feel like it's like that pressure of like the consumerism to like buy more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you, like the more exposure you have to it, the more you're like, oh my gosh, I need this, you yeah. know, and the more valuable it becomes and the more your wallet yeah. tends to open and you're like, oh my gosh, like, like you said, it's a rabbit hole, man. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did pick up a Hulk Hogan Hasbro off of eBay. eBay is the, uh, the best and the worst thing uh in my life right now just because you can you can literally find whatever you want on there but you're gonna pay you know a a king's ransom for some of those old hasbros yeah you just gotta set up your save searches that's my biggest thing like my biggest recommendation for people is just set up those save searches and then when stuff comes through you'll get a notification um you know so that way you don't have to like just stay on top of it searching every day you know um and you kind of get to choose what what you purchase but um what would you like if you could pick any figure that it hasn't been made like a mattel what would you what would you have oh man i don't i don't know what hasn't been made yet that's tough Uh. there's a few i'll I'll go i'll go so i think i would definitely want a china figure i don't know when or if that will ever happen Uh, but they they've never made a uh like i would love like a degeneration x like china to complete my uh, my DX. I mean, I have like a DX, um, you know, uh, Hornswoggle, you know? So it's like... That's nice, nice. <laughs> so I'm like, why don't I have China? This is bullcrap. And the gobbledygooker that never got released. Oh, like, yeah, I'm like, that would be a good one. Like a gobbledygooker fig would just be so amazing. Yeah, I found a uh, Tor- El Torito figure off of eBay for my son, and he just, th- he just thought it was the funniest thing just because he'd never seen El Torito. I showed him the... T.O. the wlc match the WLC he loved match. it that was a great match 
Yeah. So good. It's so, so good. funny that you say that the yeah. kids I nannied for loved the WLC match and they always wanted to watch it. It was just, they they just did that with perfection. It was awesome. It was just wrestling at its best because it didn't take itself too seriously and it definitely you know I don't know if you could do that in 2018, but you know oh, yeah. whatever. 2018 is too way too PC for sure for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think we're gonna do just a you know a little uh, inside baseball we'll probably be back next week not not that I want to end the show right now but I want to do an, a Halloween episode with you because you're a big Halloween fan yeah. uh, so I want to go through some Halloween sure. movies maybe some Halloween havoc type talk our favorite scary wrestlers or something like that and oh, then yeah I'm totally down for that and then as we get into the holidays I definitely want to do like a you know a fig collecting 101 episode where we can kind of get people into the into the sport of, of wrestling figures and then uh, maybe like a holiday buying guide of what's coming out because uh, there's a ton of cool stuff coming out. I know ringside, uh, what's it? Ringside collectibles. Is that the website? Oh yeah. 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 It's, ringside collectibles. it's late here. I'm, I'm, I'm like all over the place, but yeah, they've got some cool stuff up there right now. So definitely check them out. And uh, there, there's a ton of good Instagram accounts that I want to give uh, love to, and I'll probably do that next episode. But, uh, oh yeah, there's some people who really do some serious, amazing fig creation. Like, you know, I mean, I'm a collector, and we have our Instagram Championship Wrestling. You can check it out at hashtag Instagram Championship Wrestling. But oh, we're yeah. like, we're like bushly compared to like some of these people that we just absolutely love. So we'll definitely be giving them some shout outs on the podcast for sure. All right, before we get out of here, we have a couple news and notes that we want to talk about. You posted a picture, I think it was today, with uh, just the aftermath of kevin owens's double knee surgery it's gonna be yeah. out for a while man yeah i mean right now it's it's projected up to eight months um which what, what is right now so it's uh october november december like that's that's like wrestlemania season like we would see him back even like that's if i mean if he's out eight months he's gonna be past wrestlemania but um yeah, it's gonna it's it's not looking good for uh for old KO. Are we ever gonna get the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens WrestleMania match? <laughs> uh, maybe it might happen. Um, like uh, you know, when they're when they're, 50, when they're fifty years old, like Raw yeah. two thousand, they'll just come back yeah. and they'll be like, you know, oh yeah, one thing that never happened. It's the match that never never was. Because <laughs> I like those guys as enemies way better than I like them as friends. Yes. Know? Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens should be friends. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens should not be friends. Yes. <laughs> you know? Uh, and uh, RIP to uh, one of uh, the former wrestlers that I, I don't know too much about. Dick Slater passed away today. Uh, he's old school as hell. I don't know anything about him. I'm going to watch something over the weekend. Maybe maybe YouTube his ass. But, uh, you know, he's in, the, yeah. he's in the wrestling ring up in the sky now. So, uh Thoughts and prayers to his yeah, uh, friends and family. Uh, our, again, the email address for us is askchickfoley at gmail.com. I don't know why I can't. I've talked for 45 minutes straight, and I can't say that email address. Askchickfoley at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts or concerns or something you want to get on the show or any questions for us you want us to answer next week, we are going to do a giveaway next week. Uh, so subscribe to us. I'd let you know where you can listen to us. iTunes, uh, the podcast app on your iPhone, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Tuned In, or Google Play. There's really no excuse for you not to listen to our show. Uh, we'll start doing some giveaways. We're going to do some special Patreon episodes, too, that are going to be kind of 
a little off the off the beaten path as we get into this thing, Sheena. But I said at the beginning of the show, I'm super excited. I, I love talking to you. You've been awesome. I knew you were going to be good at this. You knocked it out of the park. Uh, oh, thank and, and you. And I'm, uh, I'm excited. We're just going to get better and better at this, both of us. So uh, it's going to be fun. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for, like, you know, just having the brainchild to have the Chick Foley show because it's definitely a new platform for me, and I'm excited to explore it and, um, you know, explore it with someone like yourself who's already in the in the biz and, you know, knows the ins and outs. No problem. If you ever want to move closer to Maryland so I don't have to stay up till 1 in the morning <laughs> to do this, it'd be great. But uh, – <laughs> I'm a I'm a night owl, so I don't mind it. Yeah, no, totally. We we may actually be headed back to the East Coast sometime next year. Unfortunately, I mean not unfortunately, but you know, stay tuned for that. Oh, Chick-fil-A. really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. You never you never know. Uh, with, that- with Seth's uh, job, we could move at any any time. Okay, I guess that's a good thing and a bad thing. It probably it probably is nice to live out there, but it's probably, you know. Like, well, what I'll say like, is we'll get to we'll get to watch a lot more live wrestling, which will be um, awesome. Yeah. If we're on the East Coast, like you know, just like we'll be road warriors for for WWE. We'll be we'll be on the road. There watching you go. All, you all come to stuff, you so. come to Jimmy's uh, famous seafood and have some crab cakes with me and uh, hang out with Roman Reigns. Love crab cakes. Love Roman go. Reigns. Nice. Sounds like a date. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening again. You can follow us on Instagram and uh, well, you can follow the this show on Twitter at Chick Foley Show. You can follow Chick Foley herself on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at I Hate JJ Reddick. Uh, we'll be back with you next week. Uh, spooky season. It's it's Halloween almost here. We'll have a full Halloween episode. And uh, Sheena, uh, I'll talk to you next week. Awesome. Take it easy, man. Awesome. Stay classy, Marks. <laughs>